0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Tuesday, February 28th, brought to you by Robo AgriFinance. Good morning, I'm Jeff Nelly. Here's today's headlines. A digester Ponzi scheme. Labor contractor fined $460,000 and ag committee members leading two new bills. A $9 million Ponzi scheme capitalizes on dairy digesters. A Porterville businessman is in court for defrauding investors with promises of building dairy digesters throughout California and Idaho. Ray Brewer pleaded guilty yesterday to wire fraud, money laundering and identity theft. That according to the U.S. Attorney General's office. The investors were to receive 66% of all profits along with tax incentives. Brewer allegedly forged contracts with multinational companies and with dairy owners while presenting false bank agreements indicating he had obtained millions of dollars in loans. He even toured the dairies with investors before pocketing their money, according to the investigation. When investors realized the fraud, Brewer fled to Montana and assumed a new identity. He now faces up to 20 years in prison and $750,000 in fines. Labor contractor fined for wage theft. A farm labor contractor in Salinas must pay more than $460,000 for withholding paychecks and travel expenses. A Department of Labor investigation found the company did not pay H-2A guest workers for transportation and subsistence costs. It underpaid foreign and domestic farm workers and failed to keep accurate records. Labor Department reworks H-2A wage rules. Farms may be required to pay higher wages to some foreign workers under changes the Labor Department has finalized in the way that H-2A minimum pay rates are calculated. Under a rule that will be published in the Federal Register today, the Department will calculate the H-2A wage rates for field workers based on USDA's Farm Labor Survey of farm worker wages. However, H-2A wage rates for some occupations, including truck drivers as well as managers and supervisors on farms, will be calculated based on a broader wage survey conducted by the Bureau of Labor Statistics. The department determined the BLS survey better reflected the prevailing wages paid for those occupations. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak West. After this. When you work with Robo AgriFinance, you get the global knowledge and financial strength of one of the world's largest and most innovative food and ag lenders, tools essential to realizing your aspirations. Discover how an unmatched network of local and sector experts can help you confront agriculture's challenges and seize the opportunities that lie ahead. Learn more and contact us at www.roboag.com, Creating value. Connecting vision. Robo AgriFinance. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak West. Scoops. Ag committee members leading to new bills. As is the case in the months leading up to the debate over a new farm bill, members of the House and Senate Ag Committees are dropping legislation to signal their policy priorities. In the House, Representatives Tracy Mann, a Kansas Republican, Jimmy Panetta, California Democrat, and 26 other members are introducing a bill to keep farm and small business assets from counting against applications under the Free Application for Federal Student Aid, or FAFSA. That form is commonly used by college students to defray educational costs But changes looming on July 1, 2024, would require families to report the net worth of a family farm or small business. In turn, increasing the assets counted when determining the amount of aid an eligible student might receive. When young people from these families are applying for higher education financial aid, the assets tied up in the family farm or the small business should not count against them, Mann said. And in the Senate, Senator John Thune, the South Dakota Republican, and Ben Ray Luan, the Democrat from New Mexico, are reintroducing the Livestock Disaster Assistance Improvement Act, aimed at making certain USDA programs are easier to use after weather-related disasters, in addition to some timeline and program changes for USDA livestock programs. The legislation also would call on USDA to create a working group to improve the federal drought monitor to make it more accurate. House Ag hears from industry groups on costs and challenges. The House Agriculture Committee is putting a focus on regulatory concerns and production costs today at its first official hearing of the new Congress. The witnesses will include the presidents of the American Farm Bureau Federation, the National Farmers Union, and the National Chicken Council, as well as representatives of the fertilizer industry, ag retailers, and the Agriculture Transportation Coalition. The ag retailer representative will be Michael Twining of Willard Ag Service in Maryland. Hearing directly from an ag retailer like Mike will underscore the need for Congress and the Biden administration to remove regulatory barriers in an effort to boost our farm economy, said Darren Kopick, He's president and CEO of the Agriculture Retailers Association. By the way, a new member of the House Ag Committee, Michigan Democrat Alyssa Slotkin, announced yesterday that she'll be running for Senator Debbie Stabenow's seat. The Senate Ag Committee chairwoman is not running for re-election next year. In a video on her Twitter feed, Flotkin noted her family background in meatpacking and agriculture. Groups not hopeful about FDA's finalized food program changes. Criticism of Food and Drug Administrator Commissioner Robert Califf likely to get louder today as the agency announces more details on how it will restructure its human foods program. FDA first outlined its proposed changes at the end of January. Groups representing consumers, food industry leaders, and state and local regulators don't have high expectations. The coalition has been calling on Califf to strengthen leadership at the agency by appointing a deputy commissioner for foods with a direct line authority over all key units of the food program but have not received any indication FDA is moving closer to their request. FDA has come under intense criticism for its response to the infant formula crisis and other recent food safety issues. House members call for updates to FSA data collection process. Twenty-three House members, including House Ag Committee Chairman Glenn Thompson, asked Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack yesterday to review and update Farm Service Agency Program data collection forms. In a letter, the lawmakers urged the department to ensure all farms, quote, match actual farm program requirements and can be submitted online. They also ask for the FSA to quote, invest in FSA in-person staff training and to coordinate with the Risk Management Agency for reporting of electronic data. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Tuesday, February 28th, brought to you by Agri AgriFinance. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit agripulse.com for Agripulse Daybreak West. I'm Jeff Daly.